Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast, where it's all about learning to build a brand that people understand. If you've been listening for the past few weeks about video, we've been trying to talk about the good things of doing video, how it's good for your business. And if you're not convinced yet, uh, hopefully this uh, this podcast will actually maybe push you over the edge and uh, not in a good way. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, how many unsubscribes have we had since we started this video thing? <laughs> <laughs> My mom's still there. So, okay, good. So, today, what we're going to talk about is uh, sort of this uh, the tipping point for video marketing success. And we're going to start off by talking about the importance of using video as a lead generation to- tool. Cool. All right. So there are three important things and three areas that I kind of want to focus on uh, for using video as a lead generation tool. And I and I, this is from personal experience, honestly, because this is how I generate all my leads is is through the videos that I post and have been posting for a, a while now. So I know that it, it it works. But first, one I want to start off with is just I guess reiterating, or at least if you don't know about how powerful video is, just to share some of the statistics uh, of using video. Uh, so, for example, uh, on a website called insivia.com, I N S I V I A.com, I've learned that I should credit people with information, that uh, 90% of users say that a video about a product is helpful in the decision making process. 90%, right? That's, that's pretty amazing. And also that um, from uh, there's also 65% of executives, they will actually visit a marketer's website and 39% will actually call the vendor after viewing a video about a particular, a particular product or service. And that was from a statistic from Forbes. Now, Forrester researcher Dr. James McQuivy, now Forrester Research, I think, is a pretty big company that does a lot of this uh, you know, amazing research. He estimates that one minute of video is actually equivalent to 1.8 million M million words. So think about that. A, a one minute video, you know, you, you can you can say literally so much more in a video than you can with words alone. And also the other thing is, uh, last one here, 75% of executives watch work-related videos, probably at work, uh, on business websites at least once a week. So that's how powerful and that's how far-reaching it goes. It's not just the kid sitting at home or the mom or whoever you know is doing nothing or whatever the person, no, mom's doing nothing. That's almost <laughs> insulting the moms. But it's not the person that's like doesn't have anything else better to do than to watch videos, let's say. Okay, It's actually people that are decision makers that are top-level senior executives that are also taking the time to watch videos. And, of course, your customers are watching videos as well. So that's the number one thing. The most important part is that video is powerful. Do you remember the last day that you did not watch a video when you were connected no. to the Internet? Yeah. Right? No. I mean, I think, honestly, I think I watch one every single, at least one every day. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I watch one of your videos every day. So. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Because you post too many of them. so Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, cool. All right, that's an awesome book report there, Carl. Um, thanks yeah. a lot for <laughs> all those stats. No, but it definitely, I think it drives the point home. And, and I remember when I was working with uh, on business development um, for, the, for the jobs before I started my own company, I mean, our idea was let's set up the social channels, uh, let's have a good PowerPoint presentation that we can spread out. And then the next thing that we started working on was let's make a video. 
a short video that we can just get out there and, uh, and kind of use as a lead magnet to just explain what we do really simply in, in like a minute and then see if we can get them to start a conversation after that. Yeah, actually, I think um, Cisco does something like that as well. Cisco internally, they also use videos and really cool thing about them is that they've made it very easy for their staff to create videos. And then what they do is the staff just uploads a video to their server and then there's some tools that automatically add like the Cisco branding and the, uh, you know, music or, you know, they, they do all the editing for them. So the person only needs to create the initial piece of content and then someone else actually takes over and will, you know, polish it and make sure that it, you know, fits in with like the Cisco, you know, look or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. So they, they are really into just empowering their staff to also use video too. So yeah, it definitely works. All right. Awesome. All right, well, let's move on. Let's uh, let's talk about number two. What, what else is important about using Okay, video? so as far as a lead generation tool, the second thing is that your videos can actually have multiple functions. And what I mean by that is that, you know, first of all, you know, they should sort of answer questions and or objections that your target market might have. And so as a lead generation tool, that's very important because, you know, you can't be there yourself to answer objections or answer questions. So the video should do that for you in some way. Maybe not one, but a series of videos could do that. The second thing is, second sort of function, is that they should educate to help your customers learn more about a certain topic or at least make it easier for them to choose your product or service. So if you can explain how your thing or whatever works better or works in a way that is better than your competitors do, then you're going to likely have the upper hand in getting that customer to buy from you instead. So yes, multiple functions, answering questions, objections, and also educating your customers. Okay, sweet. Yeah, and just that thing about like to try to demonstrate that your uh, uh, product or service is better than the competitors or maybe something that people have been using. Do you have some kind of idea about this, what that means? Personally, like what 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 I yeah. do. Well, yeah. So I'm like putting you on the spot here. No, the reason I I talk about this is I was uh, I was actually looking at a tool and it's a chat application similar to WhatsApp and, and stuff like this. And everyone was asking the design looks great, but what's going to get people to convert and start using this versus WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger because everyone uses that. And one guy pointed out. He said, if you can prove that your product is going is 10 times more valuable than someone else's then it's definitely going to catch someone's attention and i think with video you can really try to hit on those things like that pain point and if you can kind of convince someone that using whatever i do i'm going to save you uh you know 10 times the amount of time or stress or something like that yeah that's kind of interesting and i think that can capture someone's uh, attention I think that's how we've been doing it with the EduTeach videos and um, mainly because people see exactly how they work and they can compare it to the, you know, the built-in microphones or whatever. And I've even made videos where I compare it to the, the, the main competitor that we have, right? And, you know, how well it works against that. It may not be, you know, 10 times uh, better, but it's 10 times smaller <laughs> and, it, and it works just as well kind of thing. So there's some like, things like that. And then also just comparing it to other things out there that they have, uh, that they've seen before. They know that, you know, the product that we have is, in fact, you know, maybe 10 times better. So I think, yeah, yeah you're right. It does um, help convince them in a pretty short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Sweet. What's number three? 
Okay, number three is that you should understand that video marketing is playing the long game and that you need to be consistently cranking out videos. You you know, you can't just think that, oh, I'm just going to make like one and then like, oh, you know, I'm going to forget about it for a few months and make another one, maybe kind of thing. You know, that tipping point for success that we're trying to talk about here in this episode, it's really, it really is different for every every business and every industry. You know, maybe you can make one video and it'll work for you, but in general, it might not. Uh, you know, but it really depends on how much information your customers need. Uh, maybe also what the competing products and services have done on what they are doing or what they are as well in terms of video and also what they're what they're actually offering. And, and then also, it also depends on how well your prospects actually identify with and trust your brand. So all of these things can be tipping points for the any you know success that you might have. If they can't identify with you, well, you probably need to adjust, you know, how you're approaching them before you'll reach that tipping point. That's, you know, a, a simple explanation of it. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah, I think that's just the idea of marketing in general. It just takes time and it's a, it's, it's a game that you're constantly playing. Nike does, doesn't just make one commercial and then stop right there. I mean, they're constantly making new types and trying to appeal to new types of audiences, targeted audiences. So... I mean, it's just what they started, I don't know, 50 years ago with commercials. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Action time. Action time. All right. So actionable steps that we want to talk about here. Uh, so the very first one is that you should plan on videos that fit the viewer stage in the buying process. So always think about, okay, well, if I'm going to make videos, you know, what videos do I need at different times in the buying process? You can also talk about, for example, in those videos, you can talk about maybe processes that you have. So how do things work? Um, how can they get something? Uh, what are the steps that are needed? Whatever. Uh, you can also talk about how and why questions, answering those questions for people. How does something work? How to do something? Uh, why does it work? Why do you need it? That type of thing. And also, of course, demonstrations, any kind of demos or something to show people how it actually works in reality. Those are always powerful. So think about videos that will fit the viewer stage in the buying process of the first action step. Yeah. And I would try to relate that to yourself. Like, you know, whenever you buy something, there's always a stage like a, a month before you're about to buy something, you're sort of in this research mode and you're kind of thinking about, you know, there's certain things that are important to you, you know, uh, that let's say on the day that you're actually going to buy something, uh, you want to hear something else or you're more interested in something. So those are the different things you meant psychologically. I think you're, that's the whole thing of a buying cycle is that you're just having these different things matter for you at different points of the uh, time. I think that's a good way to put it actually. Yeah. Cool. cool. Okay. Number two. Number two, number two is pre when preparing videos, you want to ask why someone would want to watch the video. That, that sounds really obvious, but I don't think it's a question that people always ask when they make videos. They don't often ask, well, why would someone want to watch this? It's always more, um, I want to make this because I think it's good in this way. So instead of asking why would someone want to watch this video? So you can answer that question by saying, okay, what will they actually gain? from watching the video. So if they watch it, what should they be able to do, which is maybe why they would want to watch it. So if you have this, it should be pretty clear 
And it'll also help you stay focused when you're making the video. And it'll also make it more interesting and engaging for your viewers because you're not just going to go off on some tangent about something because you realize that, ew, they're not actually going to watch it because they're not gaining anything from this. So that's a really good uh, way to approach your videos. Awesome. Yeah. Nothing to say. <laughs> it's sort of like as you're building, I mean, as you develop your service or product, um, you want to do it with your customers uh, because you're learning from them. And it's not about just thinking that you know more than them and they, they should be doing this constantly. It's more about adapting to their needs. And that's totally. what makes you successful. Okay, cool. All right, and number three. Numero three. That's like the worst Spanish to English translation <laughs> ever. Anyway, so number three is to be consistent with your video content and continuously look to be faster and better because I think that is something that um, people get bogged down with is that, okay, I, I know that I have to create more and more content or on a consistent basis, but I you know, it just takes so long, mm -hmm. right? And they're not getting any better or they're not getting as many views as I want or whatever. So what you want to do is you want to just keep cranking them out, but you want to find ways to be faster. So for example, that smoking tire guy where he was spending $2,000 on videos, you know, hiring a camera guy or whatever, but then realizing that if he just shot it by himself, he could produce them a lot faster and cheaper and also just as effective, if not more so. So the benefits of doing this, uh, number one, you know, having consistent videos is that number one, it lets people know that the lights are on, that you're still relevant because you're producing content that is relevant and that is fresh and, and that, you know, still speaks to people, um, you know, in a, in a you know, uh, at least they know that you're still around anyway, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, the second thing that it benefits is, uh, the second benefit is that it separates you from your competitors because if you do this for, say, a year, and your competition does it for nine months and you keep going, well, you're going to win just because, you know, just out of, sh you know, from sheer attrition because they just can't, you know, hack it anymore. Uh, and then the third benefit is that it will reduce the time and cost to produce videos because as you get better at it, as you start doing this more and more, you'll find better ways to do it. Like I said, faster ways to do it. And that will ultimately reduce the time and cost to produce videos, which should lead to you producing even more videos. Awesome. Yeah, I was kind of stalking you on on YouTube, and I noticed that you have over 500 videos now. So, yeah. I mean, the the amount of time and uh, to produce these things, it must have it must change a lot from <laughs> your first. Well, it has. I mean, now. oh yeah, totally. I mean, it, it changes. Like, I always, I always, if I if I want to talk about it more, I always reevaluate the way that I'm making them. Mm. So as an example, earlier this year, I made them by writing out the entire script, um, putting it on a teleprompter, setting, the, setting up the teleprompter, teleprompter, and then you know uh, recording the audio separately and uh, syncing it and all this kind of stuff and all these different steps and adding like B-roll to everything. And so editing one video would take like literally two or three hours, right? And not only that, but the filming would take like an hour almost, like at least half an hour for one. And then I realized that there's no way I can do that if I'm going to produce like more videos uh, each week. So I had to, you know, streamline the process where now it's like there's no teleprompter. There's only notes. Mm -hmm. uh, I know what I'm going to say. Um, there's like, you know, the, the audio goes directly into the camera. I figured out how to do that properly you know, in a really if, uh, good way. Um, there's only one light. Instead of having two lights, there's one light. Um, so many different things have gone into just streamlining the entire video. So now it takes like, you know, 20 minutes to edit a mm -hmm. video instead of like an hour or hour and a half. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like you've removed the, the thinking. You don't need to think anymore. You just know what needs to be done. 
It's yeah, just, and actually, it's funny because this week I've actually thought of a new way to do it, which I'm going to try for next week's video, the videos coming up, which is I've set up the tripod, a smaller tripod, and my camera on my desk now. Hmm. So they're always going to be here. I'm just going to leave them set up all the time and have the light oh. even like, you know, next to the desk kind of thing. It's just going to be here all the time. So when I need to, they're just, boom, even that setup process has been like eliminated now is what I'm trying to do. So mm-hmm. Live streaming of Carl. No, that won't happen. Yeah, that probably will happen eventually. I think that will. That's, that's sort, of, sort of the next stage of it. But yeah, but not right now. <laughs> All, right. All right. Just don't make any late night uh, <laughs> over 18 episodes here. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Thanks for, right. uh, thanks for this. And that is this episode of the Brand Ballers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week. And please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Thanks for listening to Brand Ballers, learning to build a brand that people understand.